0: Let's make sure that you're doing the right work because there's nothing worse than spending all this time and then not seeing any results because of it. Hello, and welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now, I started this podcast as a way to give you access to the thoughts, ideas, and suggestions from people who actually work every day in the music industry on how to move your music career forward. Now, I'm blessed to have helped launch the career of superstar Taylor Swift, and I served as her manager for two years. I currently manage American Idol winner Trent Harmon, consult Scott Borchetta and the Big Machine Label Group, and have been helping thousands of artists around the world navigate the music industry. By the way, contrary to popular belief, there is no one size fits all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com. Take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help you make sure that you are on the right track. Enjoy the podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So this week in Nashville, at the time of this recording, it is Music Biz 2018, and that's uh, it's a fantastic uh, summit. It's a live summit where people come in from all over the world, and they teach on various things. I'm super excited uh, because this time around, I get to be a student. So I'm jumping around with my notebook, and I'm taking notes, and I'm sitting in on a whole bunch of various sessions and a lot of things that keep popping up over and over. Now, let me first explain the the people that are sharing at these events. These are people that work in all facets of the music business from labels to technology. Um, it's just this convergence and they're talking about the music biz and a lot of different uh, platforms are represented on how to track your digital rights and make sure that if you're putting music out, you know what's happening with it. But the one theme that keeps coming up over and over again. I sat yesterday in the digital uh, meetings where they're constantly talking about content and getting as much content out in the world as you can. And one of the things that we keep focusing on is what's called native content. And what that means is that you're creating content for specific platforms. Uh, One of the big phrases that keeps popping up and one of the things that a lot of people are really focusing on is what's called vertical video. And that's video that's shot straight up where most people are watching content on their mobile phones. They don't turn it landscape or horizontal. They have it turned up video. So now artists are releasing videos shot exclusively in vertical. Uh, I just saw on my uh, Facebook feed that came up was the new Taylor Swift video that was shot in vertical. And everyone's really trying to focus on the whole mobile friendly, which is super cool. But when we say creating content that's native to each platform, it's like every platform. And what I mean by platform is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, they all speak different languages. So as much as you need to provide content in all these places, you need to provide the proper content. And yes, sometimes it takes a little longer to do that, but the payoff is huge. And that's one of the things that I really want to encourage you to focus on is not to be in a rush, but to make sure that if you're gonna put in the time and you're gonna put in the effort to do the work. Let's make sure that you're doing the right work because there's nothing worse than spending all this time and then not seeing any results because of it. And I was as guilty as everyone else. I would just shoot the video and boom, I would pop it up. And then I realized that, wow, it isn't as we call it native friendly as it could be. Now, what's interesting. Let me explain uh, a couple differences in the various platforms. So if you are doing Instagram, that's going to be done in a vertical. And if you're wanting to post the video to your page and in your feed, you only get a minute. So a minute is what uh, you're allowed to do. If you decide to do your stories, that's even shorter. Twitter allows you a little bit over two minutes. If you want to upload a video, it's over two minutes. Facebook doesn't give you any restrictions, but what you want to keep in mind, depending on where you're at in the relationship with the folks, if it's what we call a cold audience, which means it's brand new, no one's seen you before, you want your videos to be right around that 15 second mark. And I'll explain to you why. So if you're scrolling down your feed, let's say you're a student and you're in class and you've only got 15 minutes of a break and you're scrolling down and you see three and a half minute, four minute long video from someone you don't know, you're more than likely just gonna scroll past that. But if you see something that catches your eye and it's in that 10 to 15 second mark, you're more apt to take a look at it. So what we really have to be, thinking about and this is what I think about in my own business is that how do I make that first impression enjoyable so that you interact with it so that Facebook will then show you the next thing that I post because if you click my video you've now told Facebook I'm interested in this so the next time I post something they're going there's a good chance that they're going to show that to you again and that's super important so one of the strategies that I've been working on a lot lately, and I'll share this with you now. It's called sequential marketing. So what I do for an artist is I say, look, why don't you go out and give me 15 seconds of a hook of a cover song? So that way in the description, not only when people are scrolling down, they see that it's only 15 seconds long, but they also recognize whether it be the name of the artist or the title of the song. So then the next video that you're gonna do is gonna be a little longer. It might even be a minute. And you may even give them a little bit more of that song that they interacted with. They liked what you did with that very quick portion that they saw. So maybe they'll go ahead and watch the longer video. So what you can do through your Facebook Ads Manager, and this is a lot of what I teach in my course, The Fanbase Blueprint, is that you can then tell Facebook, only show this second video to the people that have engaged with the first video. So that way you're going through a sequence. They watched video one, they're going to be shown video two. Then video three, you can even attempt now to share some of your song. Maybe it's a minute and a half of the hook and a chorus of one of your songs. And now what we do is when you post that video, You then go into your Facebook ads manager and you build a custom audience that says, I would now like to show this video to everyone who engaged in video number two. So if a person has three interactions with you, they're now what we call warm. They're not cold anymore. They've now shown you that they are willing to interact. So now it could be a time to maybe go take your song from Spotify or your video from Vivo or YouTube, you share that in a post, and now they have the opportunity to play your full song, and if they play 30 seconds of it, as I've shared with you in the past, now you get paid. Now that's considered a listen, and the more people you can get to listen, the more money that you make but the biggest mistake that most people make is they try to go after that full listen on the very first date. So use the social media platforms properly in order to build that person from a cold lead or cold traffic to warm traffic and you'll have a much better opportunity in order to make them listen to your music and hopefully become a fan. So I hope you have found this to be helpful. If you'd like to find out more, uh, all you have to do is go to rickbarker.com and click on the quiz. Now, the reason that I have you take a quiz, I've seen some of the comments, is what's this quiz all about? Is that I've learned that no two artist career paths have ever been the same. And the things that you need are really based on where you're at with your music business. So I designed this quick quiz, it's like three questions that I ask you and based on your answers, I send you a handout specific to your needs that can help you move along farther in the music business and then I also uh, provide you uh, free training talking a lot about registering your music and how to use your social media platforms properly. So head on over to rickbarker.com. Uh, take the quiz. While you're there, you can also grab a free copy of my book, The $150,000 Music Degree. And if you uh, felt that this podcast can help you, then subscribe. I pop out two of them a week. And if you know someone who you feel could benefit from this knowledge and this information. I would appreciate it very much if you would share it. All right, have a good one and I'll talk to you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com. Take the quiz and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there.